okay uh, since you have already uh, discussed the story of the novel uh, pedro pedro paramo by juan rulfo uh, you might have understood that uh understood the story already uh, there is a movie also as uh, ajesh had already mentioned uh, so this particular novel was published in 1955 uh, i am not sure whether you dealt with the background of the novel uh, it was uh, the work actually concerns uh, about the years which followed the mexican revolution of 1910 in the west central region of the country in the states of uh jalisco and colima so uh, i'll be giving a link to mexican revolution and uh, and cristero uh, cristero Re- uh, revolt i don't know whether the pronunciation is right uh, it spells like this c r i s t e r o uh, cristero uh, revolt in mexico uh these are the two historical events which uh, comes in the background of this particular novel the author is a native of the region uh in mexico uh he is also he also has an interest in genealogy and in the mexican cultural history that may be uh, one reason why he has uh, given much importance to the historical incidents that had uh, that had happened in mexico in the 1900s talking a bit more about the place where the novel uh, where uh, the novel is set uh, jalisco uh, where rulfo rulfo actually lived Uh, is actually a very remote place very rural place uh, which is a forbidding place seemingly very remote from the modern life uh, villages during those times were very depopulated or abandoned so the revolutions of the times were uh, promised a lot of reform but this dis- did not seem to have benefited the particular area so as a person who lived in that particular area rulfo um, employs his own understanding of the people uh, the region the uh, their working culture the working culture of the rural workers the peasants the poor mestizos uh, and also he scrutinizes the psychology of the jaliscans and also the climate of violence how violent they were and also uh, the language the local color the problems Uh, of the isolated rural life so uh, rulfo's use of uh, mexican indian myth and the legend and the language is seen throughout the novel mainly uh, this happens in the case of naming the naming technique that is used by uh, rulfo the names he has actually uh, given are often attributive and uh, has a lot of connotations and uh they underscore the personality traits of his character so you might actually uh, if we knew the language proper uh, of that particular uh, region we might have understood more about the meanings of each and every name uh, or name of the characters given in the novel the basic plot of the work concerns the life of pedro paramo a powerful mexican land baron and the control he exerts over the town he virtually owns the lives of all the characters in the novel are touched in various ways by pedro paramo the plot is developed gradually th- uh, through a series of flashbacks revealing the nostalgic memories of several of the characters
so um, this is something the this uh, moving back and forth is a technique which we have already which we are already familiar with uh, when we studied the novels in the last semester we had a lot of uh, novels which were not linear uh, here also uh, the uh, the narrative patterns moves back and forth throughout the work naming techniques actually play a very important role so uh, coming to the setting of the novel where is the novel actually set the novel is actually set in the town of komala i don't know whether whether the pronunciation is right or not i just pronounce it the way it's it's spelled um, and it is almost near the border between the states of kolima and jalisco the places were already mentioned in the beginning of this lecture uh such places or such places are there in mexico but rulfo has actually fictionalized his locales the name komala is derived through the mexican indian language so according to the uh, nostalgic recollections of some of the characters komala was once a rich lush and fertile place but as it gradually came under the domination of pedro paramo and fell victim to his rage it became desolate and unproductive this may be the reason why in the beginning itself um, it was mentioned uh, that the place was deserted or it was isolated rulfo here may be criticizing the control of rich landowners who stripped the once fertile indian lands of mexico and altered the landscape for their own profit so once you like once you get to know the nature of um, pedro paramo uh, you might have understood he resembles the colonial rulers to to a certain extent how they exploited the native uh, land how they ex uh, benefited from the native land uh, all these traits are seen in the case of uh, pedro paramo also and like uh the colonial colonial rulers pedro paramo also benefited a lot from these land and as a result of all these uh, exploitation the land was totally devastated uh the place which paramo uh, pedro paramo owns is actually called media luna or half moon and this suggests the shape of the scythe or uh, scythe in farming used in farming Skyth is actually half moon. You Aruva Bolid Bolidikin the Sanatini Anu Deshi Kena. It also suggests the cusps of of the moon, a shadowy area which does not really exist and which disappears when the moon grows full. So if you have seen the um, crescent moon, crescent shaped moon, you can actually um, know that there is a full if when if there is a shade. uh if if we draw through that border you can see you will get the full moon but when the moon grows to full, uh, to the full shape this particular border is not visible uh it also connotes the idea of a place which is somehow unreal so komala itself has this nebulous nature and a dual character so it was uh komala in the beginning was a fertile land and later uh, it was almost like a paradise later uh, it became a barren hot desolate hell and it was 
inhabited uh, by dead and their memories and we get to know this uh, through the narration of the dead people in the story dead pe uh, characters in the story so uh, once the novel progresses the reader gets to know that komala is actually a ghost town literally and figuratively the title of the novel itself uh, shows the name of the protagonist the mexican patron called pedro paramo and rulfo has considered other titles for the work there were other titles uh, like the whispers murmurs and all these titles were considered while giving the name pedro paramo before giving the name pedro paramo uh, to this work the latter is particularly appropriate as it refers to the mutterings of the mysterious dead people dead characters in the novel the constant hum of the background noises but rule 4 finally decided to use the name of the principal character for the title of the novel which gradually unfolds the life story of the protagonist so even though uh, there are a lot of murmurs or there are not lot of voices of the deceased that is uh, heard through the story narration in the novel uh, rule 4 uh, picked the title Pedro Paramo gave the title of the title character itself uh, and the name Pedro Paramo is alliterative it is alliterative in the sense that instead of using uh, names like Pancho or Pablo or Pepe or some which are which have the same sound effect the author has particularly chosen the name the word Pedro uh, because Pedro actually uh, means hardness it actually means hardness in the language so uh, it is particularly appropriate to represent a personality uh, the personality of a powerful land baron the name of the protagonist becomes uh, a symbol of the region and is and is synonymous with the uh, resentment hatred frustration and the unsatisfied love which comprises the central theme of the work it is also ironic that although this name suggests barrenness pedro paramo fathers many children albeit uh, haphazardly um, as he ages it is his emotional spirit which seems to turn ever more barren this is mirrored by the decay of the town so uh, even though the land is barren uh, the uh, the central character pedro paramo has a lot of children indeed uh pedro paramo and komala become almost identical or interchangeable the similarity in the meanings of the names is not accidental the existence of pedro paramo is central to the work and to the town like komala the patron has a dual nature uh, i already mentioned that komala once was a uh, was a very fertile land and later it turned to a barren land so it has a du it has had it had a dual nature in flashbacks uh, we see the patron as a young boy who was affected by the deaths of his father and grandfather we see we also see him enjoying some of the natural beauties of the once lovely komala and we see him romantically and poetically involved with the only woman he ever loved however when uh, this woman left pedro turned his attention to the control of his land and gradually became more and more powerful and 
ruthless and this is how the character of pedro uh, changes through the years and be, uh, years later the woman returned and she became a victim of insanity and died later the town did not show the pro, uh, show proper respect at her death in pedro's opinion uh, and he was determined to ignore the area and let it die he thus abandoned his role of the patron uh, the master of the particular land and uh, the and later once uh, and once he left or once he left this particular land or once he uh, disowned or uh, was uh, once he started hated this hating this land it uh, komala starts becoming a wasteland with the passage of time both the town and pedro paramo lose the youthful beauty vigor and dreams the second major character in the novel is pedro paramo's only son through a legally recognized marriage we do not learn learn his name until well uh, until we move a lot into the story and at first he appears only as the narrator i he is eventually identified as juan preciado uh, son of pedro paramo and dolores preciado although although uh, dolores was legally married to pedro neither she nor her son used the name family name paramo and dolores left pedro soon after the birth of the son who was raised away from komala so juan preciado uh, you might have already knew this uh, like uh, he was raised away from preciado as she was dying in the later year, uh, dying very uh, after long um, after much time uh, she directed her son to return to komala uh, to claim his rightful inheritance from his father and this is how the no- novel actually begins so it's almost like the malayalam movies where uh, we get to know how um, where, where we see a son uh, going in search of his father uh, for getting his parental uh, for getting his um, getting the rights from his father so juan brusiado is actually on a journey in search of his father and uh, in the beginning all that we learn about pedro peramo is uh through the questions that juan uh asks the people he meets on his way uh and this happens while he is in search he is going uh he is he is only after he starts the journey the name uh juan preciado is very rare um uh, to us but it's a very common name in the, uh, during those time um so juan is only one of the many sons engendered by pedro peramo although he has the distinction of being uh, recognized as legitimate although he was the son of a legally wedded wife of pedro peramo he does does not have any he does not enjoy any rights of a legally legal son uh we should also understand the fact that juan is the name of the author himself juan rulfo 
so uh, it has an autobiographic element also because joan rulfo was once an orphan and he was also in search of his own family roots presiado the second name of joan joan presiado means valued precious or excellent and this is actually ironic neither joan nor his mother appreciated uh, appreciated uh, himself like um, though they uh, they um, he is in search of his father they never used the name taramo uh, in attack um, while using the particular names dolores presiado the mother of uh, joan presiado was a very wealthy young woman of comala who had inherited land from her father she was uh, very young uh, she was a strong and uh, young lady and she got married to this handsome pedro paramo and she did not learn until later that he had done so only to gain control of her lands so uh, what are you reminded of when you uh, get to know this part of the story like uh, getting control to get the control you are marrying someone this is exactly what the colonial people did not by marrying exactly they did uh, for getting the control of the land they actually entered into a trade relationship with the land um coming back to the story uh this the harsh uh, attitude of uh, pedro paramo to uh, dolores presiado actually caused her to leave him and uh, taking his son taking the son with her and she started living with her sister in another town where they uh, were not really wanted either and the name the meaning uh, i'm just referring to the meanings of m- most of the names here because uh, i just wanted to tell you that the names had a connotation i in the beginning itself i told you that there is a particular meaning for each and every uh, name here dolores actually means grief disappoint disappointments uh, etc or sorrows um her memories of komala are nostalgic emphasizing the fertility of the area she never saw it after it had become barren or desolate so that is that may be one reason uh, she had this nostalgia and this element of nostalgia is very crucial while we deal with the post colonial novels it was her image of komala that was impressed upon the mind of joan presiado and uh, it was a sharp contrast with the komala he found uh, he found and uh, while he was on his journey and he died during this particular journey and i think this is enough for today's class we'll deal with the later portions in the next class thank you okay in the last class uh, we uh, had discussed about uh, juan presiado uh, his mother uh and uh, pedro paramo the characters and also there are certain features uh of the post colonial novel which came up during the process of uh discussion and during the as the story progresses um uh, another important character in the novel is abundio martinez again um, i repeat that i am not uh, very proficient with the pronunciation of this name 
names uh, so it uh, can differ from the way i pronou pronounce it so you may choose according to your choice and uh, talking a bit more about uh, abundio uh, martinez his his name is also very common uh, in the uh, his name his first name actually means abundance which is actually very appropriate because he is another of the many sons of pedro peramo as i have already mentioned in the last class that though uh, pedro peramo uh, was considered to be um, like was a very different sort of person and was considered as a baron through uh, because of his character he had lot of lots of sons and uh, another son is abundio martinez abundio is the first person juan preciado meets as he nears comala uh, in his journey in search of uh, his father at a place uh, and they actually meet at a place called los uh, en encuentros again the name uh, the pronunciation might differ encounters it might be and it it's actually uh, spelled e n c u e n t r o s it might actually mean encounters or meetings uh we learned from bundio that the description about um, a description about pedro paramo so in the beginning in the first class itself i had described that uh, juan preciado gets to know more about his father through the descriptions uh, or through the questions through the answers that he asks different people on his way uh, he abundio was one of the few people who was able to move freely in and out of comala so he almost served as a messenger and uh, he apparently became deaf in the later years abundio was happily married to a woman named refugio la cuca although they were very poor and had uh, they lost uh, they almost lost a child refugio uh, eventually became very ill and died the grief stricken abundio got drunk and then had uh, the idea to go to his father the patron um pedro baramo to ask for money to bury his wife pedro had never recognized abundio as his son and had uh, never given any aid to him did not help him in any ways uh, so once again even when he came to uh, came for money to bury his wife he was refused help abundio was very desperate and he was very angry so he stabbed pedro baramo and was promptly arrested due to this um pedro baramo as a result was mortally wounded he thought to himself that he was used to seeing some part of himself die every day but now he knew he was truly dying he received no aid from the men who had uh, captured abundio only a servant was with him so he did not have anyone to uh, help him while he was dying he fell down against the ground without uttering a sound and crumbled to pieces as if he, uh, he were a heap of stones so abundio is a representative of the neglected man of mexico who had been destroyed by the powerful ungiving land barons who had exerted such domination over his life 
so he is a representative of the common people of the post colonial uh, land post colonial countries who are exploited by the uh, powerful people maybe the uh, colonial rulers themselves and this also suggests the uprising of mexican people against the tyranny of the rich so here comes the background of mexican revolution which i already talked about and the link of which will be uh, share which was already shared in the last class rule force the other sympathies are actually with the poor as he criticizes the mexican revolution for its failure to aid them adequately so uh, since mexican revolution uh, did not help the villages and the villagers in any way so rule for the order is actually with the poor people miguel peramo is another important character in the novel uh, he is also another illegitimate son of pedro peramo his mother also died while he was an infant uh after she had told the local priest that pedro peramo was the father of the child the priest therefore brought the infant to pedro peramo and challenged him to accept his duty to raise the child pedro never denied the paternity and wishing to prove that he could raise a child responsibly he accepted accepted the boy as his heir Miguel Peramo thus grew to be the only son recognized by Pedro who granted to him his every wish but Miguel was a wild uncontrollable youth who constantly chased after women Miguel died one night when he fell from his horse while riding to a rendezvous the horse was symbolically named as Colorado or 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 Uh, red colored suggesting passion blood and death uh, again coming back to the meaning of the name miguel it actually means ironic it has a um, reference biblical reference also to michael the archangel a leader against the devil one who is like god this is in striking contrast to miguel's own personality in the novel It is interesting to note that the name of Pedro's father was Lucas Peramo. The first name suggests the biblical connotation such as light, teacher, uh, apostle, friend of Paul, etc. Again, it is also uh, related to Lucifer, who was considered as a fallen angel, who was uh, who was. fallen for the uh, fault that he brought light to the world rule 4 seems to employ different techniques while giving uh, the names to uh, the particular characters especially there are ironic and dual connotations to each and every name another important character is padre renteria who is a local priest and i have already mentioned he was the one who i didn't mention the name in the beginning uh, he was the one who brought miguel to uh, pedro peramo uh, the name means renteria means pro- productive land property rent or income you can actually note down the different names separately and the meanings uh, related to it 
uh, while writing down the lecture notes because while uh, giving the total lecture you might be confused i am giving it as in parts so you can actually write it down together different meaning different names different meaning different characters different meanings associated with it so again in the novel if you have discussed the story of the novel there is this religious um fact or religious theme that comes into picture how the church how the religion existed and how it was crumbled towards the end so um it may also refer the uh, padre padre rantiria actually suffered in his conscience because he did not fulfill his moral or religious duties at best at his best because of the financial because he actually overlooked most of the evils that pedro paramo committed in comala he did not uh, address or he he ignored all those um, because of the financial contributions the land owner occasionally made to the church he felt hatred for miguel paramo because the youth was rumored to have been the one who killed the priest's brother and violated his knees when miguel died padre uh, padre rantiria at first refused to bless the body at the funeral but then he felt guilty because he was the one who who had turned the infant miguel over to be raised by the evil pedro paramo he had never tried to stop the land owner in his cruel ways so he believed that miguel would turn to evil because of the bad blood he had inherited from his father furthermore pedro offered a religious donation if the priest would bless his dead son again there is this um bribing that is happening here uh, padre rantiria represents a church which in the author's view contributed to the problems of mexico by not aiding the poor sufficiently by uh, giving more important importance to the wealth of the rich uh, people and also um, they ignored the evils of the rich another important character is Su- susana san juan the only woman pedro paramo ever loved they were sweethearts in the childhood and early youth but in the beginning i had mentioned the particular lady and why pedro paramo uh, turned brutal this was the reason because Su- the susana san juan san juan left him and then he became a brutal uh, man uh, uh, but she left komala with her father to live elsewhere after the death of her uh, mother who had been shunned by the town's people her mother had to wear clothes and uh, he she was not treated well by the town's people susana married and was widowed and eventually returned in poverty to komala with her father pedro still desired her her and wished to gain control over her and secretly he arranged for the murder of her father finally when susana was alone uh, he she consented to marry pedro but it was soon evident that she was insane and sick and she died pedro was very desperate because of her death but he could do nothing to save her 
after her death uh, we have seen that he took his revenge by neglecting komala and this is how komala became desolated or isolated or became a barren wasteland so uh, the name susana means superior and suggests that pedro held this woman above everyone else she was the apple of the eye for uh, pedro and it has another the con- uh, connotations also in bible uh, susana was a woman who gave aid to christ and the apostles suggesting goodness gentleness etc in the story juan brasiado seems to hear her speaking from her grave after he reached komala all of these suggestions of the depths into which susana susana soul and mind had sunk after the tragedies are suggestion uh, all of these are suggestions for the depths to which uh, like uh, how susana soul had sunk into a deep tragedy after uh, in her life so the man whom susana had married and whom uh, about whom she talked about so passionately was uh, named florencio suggesting flowering and fertility this name is a very uh, contra- uh, is a con- contrast to the name uh, pedro peramo which meant uh, baron as i have already mentioned and pedro peramo uh, who might have even been involved in the death of uh, florencio Susanna's father was named Bartholomew or Bartholomi this this is also a biblical name and it's one of the uh, names of the disciples so the characters uh, have mentioned in this particular uh, lectures are indications to uh, the post colonial themes themselves from other minor characters who come and go in between the no- in the throughout the novel uh their names i am not referring to because it might take a lot of time uh but i hope you have understood how uh the characters actually represent certain features of the post colonial novel